Om Gyana Tiran Hasya Gyanam Jana Shalakaya Chakshurin Militam Yana Tasmashu Gravini Shri Chaitanya Charitamrita Maddalila Chapter 1 Text 271 Adhatta Karite Hoyla Shabaka Man Shatanta Hoya Shabinasha Bhagavan Thus Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu chastised all the devotees telling them not to show impudence and spoil the entire world by becoming independent. Purport Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu warned all his followers not to become independent or impudent. Unfortunately, after the disappearance of Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, many Apashampradayas, so-called followers, invented many ways not approved by the Acharyas. Bhaktivinoda Thakur has described them as the Aul, Baul, Kartabhaja, Nera, Darabeshani, Shahajiya, Shakibeki, Smata, Jad Goshai, Atibari, Churadhari and Goranga Nagari. The old Sampradaya, Baal Sampradaya and others invented their own ways of understanding Lord Chaitanya's philosophy without following in the footsteps of the Acharyas. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu himself indicates herein that all such attempts would simply spoil the spirit of his cult whenever a great Acharya comes by his spiritual potency. He lifts up, he attracts and lifts up many, many conditioned souls to the platform of devotional service. However, the tendency for not serving Krishna and enjoying sense gratification in this material world is so strong that immediately after the disappearance of the empowered Acharya many of the conditioned souls who are thus uplifted deviate from the standard path of pure devotional service being impelled by their material desires Even during the manifest presence of a great Acharya, he will constantly have to guide his followers because the tendency to deviate is there. Just like in the, in the 11 years Srila Prabhupada was present within a scum, was personally present within a scum, there were several occasions in which some of his leading disciples invented bogus philosophies or made mm, political factions in a desire to usurp power and Srila Prabhupada or, or, or some of his top leaders fell down causing uh, great disturbance and loss of faith among the junior devotees. So Srila Prabhupada, he was personally present and not without great endeavor, we shouldn't undermine his endeavor. He didn't just wave, wave a magic wand, but by his great endeavor, he managed to keep the ISKCON movement solidified under himself. He very strongly established his position as founder Charya, knowing himself to be completely perfect in all respect and knowing his disciples not to be on that standard so he was able to always rally the faith of the sincere disciples around himself and keep them united under himself despite differences of opinion and of course he was not uniting keeping us united in simply a charismatic way but by presenting the philosophy of Krishna consciousness in the perfect way and showing 
others were the false lay. He was able to appear to sincere disciples who then understood the actual position and were able to rectify himself. Or if, if disciples were not sincere, if they, if they desired to gratify their own senses in either gross or subtle ways, was stronger than their desire to serve Prabhupada, then they would not surrender to his direction and they went off and deviated in their own way. They became useless. So before Prabhupada left this world, uh, he directed ISKCON's governing body commission to cooperatively work together to direct the affairs of enrollment, saying that any one of you may make a mistake, but all of you cannot make a mistake. Srila Prabhupada's own Guru Maharaj Bhaktisana Saraswati Thakur had originally propagated the had originally given the instruction to his disciples to form a GBC and in this way cooperatively conduct the affairs of the Gorya Mat. But because that was that idea was attempted to be superseded by some of his disciples who thought they had a better idea, the Gorya Math split up the in in our Srila Prabhupada's words they all became useless. And this tendency to deviate from the order of the empowered Acharya by inventing all kinds of different philosophies and interpretations derived from and deviating from the instructions of that Acharya is not a new one. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is the Supreme Personality of Godhead Himself. And He taught His principal followers the philosophy of Krishna consciousness and especially Rup, Sanatan and Jiva Goswami's systemized the philosophy, systematically presented the philosophy of Lord Chaitanya in their writings. So, those who are actually Gauriya Vaishnavas, they're called Rupanuga devotees. They follow in the footsteps of Rupa Goswami. That is the standard of a Gauriya Vaishnava, of an actual Gauriya Vaishnava. Nowadays, there, there are so many deviations from the actual standard of Rupa Goswami in Bengal where Lord Chaitanya is very famous and many people uh, they are Vaishnavas in inverted commas uh, still they cannot be accepted as actual Rupanugas or Vaishnavas on the actual path of Vaishnavism as enunciated by Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu the path that leads out of this material world and back to Godhead in other words there are many Vaishnavas in Bengal who may chant Hare Krishna in Kirtan wear tilak and neck beads and worship Lord Chaitanya but there's no way that they're going back to Godhead even after the departure of Lord Chaitanya 
even at that time there are so many deviations just after his departure uh, in his lifetime or in, during his manifested appearance Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was victorious in his preaching wherever he went even the Mayavadis of Varanasi were converted by him what to speak of others but just after his disappearance there were so many deviations some of those have been noted by Vrindavan Das in his Chaitanya Bhagavat Vrindavan Das wrote his Chaitanya Bhagavat shortly after the disappearance of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu so he noted that even at that time there were people who were chanting the names of God as taught by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu but there were so many deviations some of them were claiming to be God themselves others had invented different philosophies like this and these deviations have gone on it's not that they died out in course of time uh, but because they're deviations they haven't remained steady many of them don't have any proper philosophy just some vague philosophy uh, they're, they're always these groups then they're not solid like the Rupanuga devotees but they may change being influenced by the winds of time according to different local moods and passions uh, so that, that, these are called upper sampradayas they've been listed by Bhaktivinoda or some of them some of them are very prominent in Bengal some are less prominent <coughs> and many of them uh, are mixed up they don't have any mostly they don't have any organization it's just groups of people devotees scattered all over Bengal some in temples in holy places others are traveling renunciates all these were devotees renunciates in inverted commas the situation is however no, that in Bengal although there are millions of people who know about Chaitanya Mahaprabhu have faith in Chaitanya Mahaprabhu who more or less identify themselves as followers of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and as Vaishnavas the actual light of pure Vaishnavism is very difficult to find it's very difficult to find uh, someone who is a bona fide Vaishnava practically speaking only those who are followers of Bhaktivinoda Thakur and Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Goswami have an idea of real Vaishnavism others don't they think because they're brought up in such an, an atmosphere they, they, they see what according to them is Vaishnavism what is passing as Vaishnavism and they grow up thinking that Vaishnavism is synonymous with Sahajirism some, some examples of these deviant groups uh, the bowels uh, bowels are 
itinerant singers. They sing emotive, folksy type songs. They, they, they have a blend of Islam, some mystic Islam, and pseudo-Vaishnavism. They generally smoke ganja. And they're very attractive to common people. They'll go in a marketplace and with their two-stringed instrument they'll sing a song which is very, just like blues or something, is very appealing to people's emotions. And people are very attracted to that. And they'll speak some philosophy, some mixed-up philosophy in very simple terms which people can understand. Shaki Beki is one group who think that they have become Shakis, gopis. So you'll see male devotees walking around with saris on. That's one of the things they do. Or and smarter the, the smarters they're not really devotees of Lord Chaitanya at all but they are caste Brahmins very much interested in uh, rituals rules and regulations of the Vedas at least they used to be uh, because the cult of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is very strong in Bengal. They also may mix up with that somewhat, take advantage of people's sentiment for that to make their own popularity greater. We see that there are many self-interested. This is another another group of people, self self-interested preachers of Vaishnavism in every religious culture we find that there are persons who become preachers or, or religious leaders just to take advantage of the material benefits one may acquire from one's followers this is there in every religion that simple people common people they respect someone who's supposed to be a religious leader uh, they'll give him all respect they'll give him gifts and he can he can maintain himself and his family uh, and have high prestige simply by being a religious leader so this is very common in the cult of, in, of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu also or the so called followers of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu there are different persons who are maintaining their livelihood in the name of Vaishnava religion for instance, there are persons who are uh, Bhagavat Pataks. They, they go around from place to place on invitation and they'll speak for four days, five days, seven days, you know, usually seven days, on the Srimad Bhagavatam, uh, always on the tenth canto, speaking about uh, Krishna's pastimes, especially his pastimes with the gopis, but also very pleasant to hear pastimes, such as stealing the butter, uh, Dhamadalila, like this, and they they speak it. In, they'll, they'll they'll speak it in a very 
enjoy in pleasant way so people will like to hear sometimes they may uh, start to cry also being so called overcome with emotion um, reciting Krishna's pastimes and people very much like this and then they also they also get some pleasure from this people are very attracted to hear about it. many thousands of people may come to hear them and of course they get the Bhagavad Pata gifts in this way he's able to maintain his family very nicely uh, others are others who are maintaining their families by uh, so-called Krishna consciousness are professional kirtan groups uh, who go from town to town on invitation very much like uh, rock groups in the west go on circuit and they chant Hare Krishna or whatever they're asked to chant if some bogus group with some bogus mantra asks them to chant their bogus mantra they'll also chant that they may also uh, when they're chanting Hare Krishna what happens is that they have so many musical instruments you can hardly hear the chanting and the, the mantra they extend it for so long one mantra they may chant the whole mantra may take more than a minute to chant. So what happens is that on one syllable, they'll stay on one syllable for maybe 20 seconds and go up and down the, the scales. So the actual mantra becomes practically irrecognizable. So these uh, these professional kirtaniyas, they also make a very good uh, show they may act out being stunned with ecstasy and so on. This is very common in Bengal. People become stunned with a emotional ecstasy. Of course, it's all. It's not. It's not like Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is just an imitation. Uh, so it's a good dramatic show, and they're also expert musicians. Some people like to come, and this way they're paid some money and they maintain their families, sense gratification, and so on. One, one thing about all these groups, there are all of them, with few exceptions, are non-vegetarians uh, and smoke, and they don't know anything about philosophy or practice of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And people think this is what Vaishnavism is. And then another group who are maintaining their families are the Goswamis not the six Goswamis of Vrindavan but the, the numerous Goswamis of Bengal who are supposed to be descended from they claim to be descended from Advaita Chaya and Nityananda Prabhu right after Chaitanya Mahaprabhu left uh, there was a deviation that some some so-called followers claimed Chaitanya Mahaprabhu to be more important than Nityananda Prabhu. Others claimed Nityananda Prabhu to be more important than Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And others claimed Advaita Acharya to be the most important. So in this way they all deviated. So these Jat Gosais, they are supposed to be followers or descendants or descendants of the disciples of Advaita Acharya and Nityananda Prabhu. And they claim that only they have the, they have a claim that only they have the right to give initiation uh, that others cannot and they they also they generally claim that um, only persons of high caste can be initiated into the Vaishnava cult which is completely against the teachings of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu so what happened was that after the time of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu there was this group claiming to be 
it's some some exclusivity of guruship. They were claiming this. Mm. But Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's cult was for all classes of people. It had great appeal among the masses of people also. So, to, to cater for the spiritual needs of the masses, there, are, there came so many popular teachers of Vaishnavism. The Jad Goshais, the Kast Goswamis, they were just interested in maintaining an exclusive high-class club of disciples. So many popular teachers came and they, they presented Vaishnavism in such a way that was appealing to the mass of people and, and of course the attraction was there for, for them to get many, many followers. So what happened was they became a two-tier guru system. Uh, the popular gurus, they, they, they mixed up the practice of Gorya Vaishnavism with so many cheap concoctions but they got many many followers so on, on one hand there was the like the high class exclusive caste Goswamis who would teach Gorya Vaishnavism and follow so many rules and regulations but they didn't have the liberal mood of Rochitanya and on the other hand there was the, the very the very liberal, uh, popular preachers, because they were over-liberal, and so much sense gratification was being allowed in the name of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's cult. Uh, Guranga Nagari is another cult which came up just after the time of Chaitanya. This is this is a deviation from the mood of a few of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's pure devotee followers. This may be viewed as such. They propose that Lord Chaitanya, he is in his householder life, he was the enjoyer of the situation in Nadia. Karanga Nagari is sometimes called also Nadia Nagari. And they have deities of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu with Vishnu Priya Devi, his wife. And Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is holding a flute. So this has been described by Prabhupada, one of his purports. This is rasa bas, this mixing up of mellows. It's, it's disturbing to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So this is also a deviation. This is not pleasing to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Then there are, in more recent times, there have been others who have invented their own mantras Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Hare Krishna Hare Ram Sri Radhe Govinda Hare what is that? Uh, another one Nitai Gaur Radhe Sham Baja Nitai Gaur Radhe Sham Japa Hare Krishna Hare Ram they've invented these mantras which are very they're very jingly uh, in this way they've attempted to supersede Chaitanya Mahaprabhu who gave us the Hare Krishna Maha Mantra to chant so this is a, apart from 
the fact that their mantras are unauthorized, apart from the fact that their mantras are also full of rasabas. They're also offensive to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu because they're, they're trying to supersede his instructions to chant the Hare Krishna Mahamantra. Uh, they have invented some philosophy that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu didn't want this Hare Krishna Mahamantra chanting out loud, that he never did that himself. That Hare Krishna Mahamantra is just for japa, so therefore they've, in, they've very kindly invented some new mantra and their followers are very numerous. This is a common point of contention when preaching in Bengal. That these followers of those who have made new mantras. Uh, then, of course, very popular in Bengal is the reincarnation of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. That there are so many. Bhagavans in Bengal. They have invented some some so-called spiritual leader. He has been labeled as an avatar by his followers. Just for example, just to give an idea, there's one so-called avatar who appeared in the 19th century in a very backward part of East Bengal who was supposed to be a follower of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Mm. The philosophy of his followers is that actually Chaitanya Mahaprabhu he was not able to completely fulfill his mission because he mostly converted high-class people. This is their philosophy. This is what they say. He mostly converted high-class people to his cult. Uh, but this, this, uh, this so-called uh, reincarnation of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, he, he completely fulfilled the mission of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu by preaching amongst the lowest class of people the outcast Hindus that was his contribution and also Chaitanya Mahaprabhu he didn't exhibit the highest stage of love of God but this so called incarnation did do that was this is called they call it Shishubhav Shishubhav means the the mood of a baby. So what actually happened was this so-called sadhu, he became senile, and they call this the, that he was actually experiencing the highest bliss of love of God. So his followers today, his followers today are very numerous, um, grouped around, completely grouped around. Ah, uh, the present-day sadhu who is the propagating the worship of this so-called incarnation as the topmost incarnation he gives out pictures to his numerous disciples 
a small picture of Gornitai, which they place on their altar, a small picture of Radha Krishna, which they place on their altar, next to the picture of Gornitai, and a big picture of this bogus avatar, which they place above Gornitai and Radha Krishna. And this person is respected by everybody as being a great Vaishnava because he's a vegetarian and he talks about Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Krishna, Radha Krishna in his lectures, in his big in his big public lectures, which people like to go to. And in those big public lectures, he doesn't talk very much about this bogus avatar because mostly people, they find it very... It's a very foreign thing. So what do you do to them? This idea, this this, this avatar, so-called. He doesn't have very solid ground to speak about him on. So he talks about Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Gaur Lila. He talks about Radha Krishna Lila, and he doesn't he hardly ever talks about this bogus avatar. And then he initiates people. And then after he initiates, they know he's into this. They know he's he's propagating this this bogus avatar, but because he doesn't speak about it so much he's able to attract more followers because he'd arou- probably he'd arouse a lot of opposition if he, he he definitely wouldn't attract so many people if he didn't talk so much about Gauranga Radha Krishna so he attracts people in this way he initiates many people and after giving initiation he gives them these pictures which they set up in their homes He's also invented a bogus mantra to, in praise of this so-called incarnation. It's interesting that although this so-called incarnation was uh, supposed to be surpassing Chaitanya Mahaprabhu by preaching among the lowest class people, that the, his present, the present acharya of his so-called sampradaya mostly initiates people from richer families thus increasing his prestige and no doubt his bank balance also but he he has a very strong hold on the cult of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in Bangladesh especially he's very much respected by all the, all the prominent Hindus in the country This is a this is a very common policy for Mayavadis and bogus sadhus all over the all over India that whatever cult is popular among the people in that area they will pose themselves as followers of that cult and speak on it in public gatherings because they know that if they didn't if they didn't they wouldn't they wouldn't be so popular therefore they wouldn't get so many invitations they wouldn't have so much prestige and they wouldn't get so much money so so even even uh, you'll find there's blatant mayavadis in bengal who when they go to public meetings they'll speak on radha krishna lila and people will accept them as as uh, great devotees they're so simple then just to the south of this, this, this previously mentioned bogus avatar, he's, he's uh, 
His headquarters is in the north of one district in Bangladesh and in the south of that district is another avatar. That's what I always used to say when I was preaching in Bangladesh. That uh, I tell them that you are thinking Bangladesh is such an unfortunate country because it's so poverty-stricken. You're thinking of a very unfortunate situation. But I say that you are the most fortunate people because for all the universes, for all the spiritual material worlds, there's only one God. But in Bangladesh, there's a God in every village. So you're more fortunate. Anyway, in the south, south part of this district, there's another bogus avatar. Who's also supposed to be the reappearance of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. This sect doesn't speak about Chaitanya Mahaprabhu very much. They don't, they don't disrespect him, but they emphasize more on this bogus incarnation of their own. So that's a very, uh, very noticeable group, which is spread all over the villages of that area, very remote area. People there are very backward, you can say, in as much as they're very low class, less educated, poor. And the followers of this group, they they keep very long hair. They long hair which they they, they oil and so they have long, curly, uh, long, long, wavy, black, oiled hair. Uh, so they have their festivals in which they all come to the to the birthplace of this avatar and his descendants he was from the from previous century his descendants they're now the leaders of that cult and they're the gurus and they have complete hold on the people there so much so that even the president of Bangladesh personally came in a helicopter to visit one of their festivals once and he, he, he gave some money to help run their festival because he knows that if, if these gurus support me here then, then the whole area will support me everyone will follow them so the gurus are there with their hookers and everything they also have very long hair and the people come in to the festival uh they come in from the surrounding villages and all the, all along the way they, they, they chant Hari Bol, Hari Bol in an in, incoherent way. And they're just like madmen. This they pride themselves on. They're called Matal, which means just like, Matal means just like drunken people. And they, 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 they're, they're in some kind of, almost in some kind of trance. They're chanting Hari Bol and they have big, big drums. Like you see in a military band, they have these big, big drums which they bang very loudly and they're saying Hari Bol and they, sh- they shake their heads and their hair is flying all over the place the women too so they go in, in bands like this from bands of from six or ten people up to fifty or a hundred and then they all they come in along the village paths and they all converge at this place so, so you'll, you'll find thousands of people there all in different groups not in time at all banging away on their drums and shouting Hari Bol and like madmen and mad women, their hair flailing everywhere. So this is uh, 
This is the Hari Bol Sampradaya. Then another very common uh, deviation is to mix up Mayavad with Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's philosophy. There's one group which says Shankara Mot Goranga Pot. In other words, our philosophy is that of Shankaracharya, but our our path is that of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So they chant Hare Krishna, but they're complete Mayavadis. Their philosophy is Mayavad. They have a very nice altar. They have a very nice temple room. You can see the altar there. There's nothing on it. <laughs> so these are some other followers of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Then there's others who uh, there's others who who worship one sadhu of the previous century who he's called Kaibola Nath in other words he's the he's the master of Kaibola and Kaibola means impersonal liberation so their idea is that he said only to chant Hare Krishna so his followers only chant Hare Krishna but their ultimate goal is simply to become one with God this is their philosophy then we have all kinds of things there's one Sampradaya is mostly among very low class people in certain areas and other other more respectable people don't like this very much at all who they say that the Guru is Krishna and Krishna is the supreme enjoyer therefore uh, when the Guru comes uh, we make sure that he enjoys as much as possible uh, with our we give our wives and daughters and he can enjoy with them that's one Sampradaya Then there's just regular plain old sahajiyas. The, the sahajiya influence is very strong in Bangladesh. Very strong. Uh, sahajiya means to take everything very cheaply. So taking cheaply means people, they will... They will think, they, they have read, maybe in Chaitanya Chaitanya they have heard from some bogus sadhu in a, in a, in a meeting. Many of these, many of these, uh, talking before about Bhagavad Patoks, these, these sadhus who go around and they make some show of reciting Krishna Leela. Many of them, by the way, pass by the name of Prabhupada. And they call themselves Prabhupada. So, uh, people, they've, they've heard, or some of them have read, although not too many of them read too much, uh, that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, he would simply fall on the ground in ecstasy chanting Hare Krishna. So they think that when you chant Hare Krishna, what you have to do is, you chant Hare Krishna a bit, and then you fall on the ground in ecstasy, you experience different emotions, you're stunned, you can't say anything. So people, they do this, they, they imitate, they chant Hare Krishna, they imitate this falling on the ground and... Uh, crying, and they mix it up with their mundane emotions. They may actually feel some mundane emotions, just like if if you sing a blues song or if you sing a some some kind of emotive song, or 
or you may feel some strong emotion. So by chanting Hare Krishna or singing some song about Radha Krishna Lila, whatever, they, they, they feel some emotion. So they, they mistake their mundane, Prabhupada said in one of his purports, they mistake their mundane sentiments to be uh, spiritual emotions. So this is this is all pervading in, in, in Bangladesh, all pervading in, in the Vaishnava cult. Of course, there are other sahajiyas, which Prabhupada has described in his books, who are who are against the reading of any books. They're uh, offensive towards the bona fide Vaishnava charyas, and they may. Uh, also keep widows in their ashrams to serve as gopis in their in the Krishna Lila which they enact and they keep them they keep women to serve them and for sexual relations but those kind of sahajas are, are not very common in Bengal uh, the, that what you might call heavy, heavy, sir. complete rascal Sahaja is not, 100% rascal Sahaja is not very common. Most The problem is that most people are very simple, less educated, not very much interested in uh, the philosophy of Krishna consciousness. It's their culture, they grow up with it. They believe in God, they believe in Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Krishna, they have their natural faith. Um, but they grow up in a culture where that, that's how it is. Krishna consciousness for them is like this. They, there are all these different groups, and of course you shouldn't disrespect any sadhu. Well, most people, they, they don't respect any sadhu, even if he's completely bogus. Uh, then anyone who's chanting Hare Krishna, they respect. Someone who's given his life for that, they respect, even if his philosophy is completely bogus. Of course, uh, and, and, Different groups may contend with each other, and others, uh, followers of of one group, they they will try to show that their group is better than another, uh, either by, with some philosophy or by simply by arranging bigger festivals than other groups can arrange. That's also the. But a lot of people, they're just simple and educated people. They, and they, they just kind of respect every sadhu who's there. They don't really know too much. And, and the actual fact is that unless you, uh, unless you have a bona fide spiritual master who is a Rupanuga devotee, then it's very difficult to see what's what. You're, it's very confusing. Even uh, most of our devotees in ISKCON, even those who know the philosophy quite well, Maybe w- without going into it, they maybe they could be confused or, or are unable to answer questions posed by persons who have gone uh, deeply into these matters. They'll uh, they'll say they'll say all kinds of things. They'll bring up all kinds of things. They'll say the uh, the Sudan. They'll show different ways. For instance, for example, they'll show different ways. They'll show that Bhaktisiddhanta Sarsari Thakur, what he was teaching. Uh, how he was conducting his mission appears to have 
significant differences in the way Bhaktivinoda Thakur was teaching. So unless, you, unless one has some understanding of the details and some realization on this matter, then uh, it might be very difficult to counter that, and one may be confused. That's just an example. There are so many, so many points to be gotten into. So the, the common village Vaishnavas in Bengal, they're not bad people. But they're misled. They don't know what's what. And if we come and say that, well, actually, this is all right, what we're saying is completely correct, and all these all these groups are simply bogus, it's difficult for them to comprehend that these groups have been going on for so many years, and they're part of our culture, our way of life. But the fact is that people are misled by them. Uh, now, uh, hardly everyone in Bengal is a fish eater, even though they're chanting Hare Krishna. Of course, one bogus avatar I, d- I didn't mention because he's not uh, specifically mixed up with the Vaishnav bogus avatars. He's Blatant Mayavadi, but whose influence has been very, very strong in Bengal, has really screwed up the whole of Bengal. The the, the bogus avatar who made the philosophy that uh, has all paths lead to God, all hmm. and his devoted sannyasi follower are very famous in Bengal. So, that's the position of Vaishnavism in Bengal. There's no real need for that to understand all these bogus groups in great depth. Uh, suffice to say they're deviant. They all have some kind of philosophy to cover up their uh, desire for sense gratification. Most of them don't have any developed philosophy. And even if they do, most people don't know it, nor are they interested in it. Uh, so, the situation in Bengal was like that at the time of Bhaktivinoda Thakur, that nobody knew, among, among the higher class educated people, nobody knew of the super excellent teachings of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu till Bhaktivinoda Thakur, he established that among the educated class of people in Bhaktisthana Saraswati Thakur, he very strongly preached against these bogus groups. Very strongly. He was ordered in a dream by the Panchatattva, Six Goswamis, Radha Krishna, to to struggle his whole life against these bogus teachers. At one point he he thought at one point early in his preaching career before he founded the Gorya Math he thought what is the use of preaching to these people they're so bogus and so insincere and he just went to chant by himself in Mayapur and then he had at one point he had a dream in which he was ordered 
by all these great personalities to go on, spend your whole life uh, struggling against these. You take up the fight against all these bogus groups. And we'll stand with you. So Bhaktisthana Sashwara Thakur did that. And he had tremendous effect. But as it said, after the passing of the Acharya, there was chaos. And that also happened in his case. And it took another, it took the self-effulgent Acharya to again emerge, to again establish what is pure Krishna consciousness. Hmm. That has been the pattern in history. The self-effulgent Acharya establishes Krishna consciousness. Now, after the passing of Bhaktisattva Sajjavataka, or rather before his passing, he instructed his followers, his disciples, to set up a GPC body, as Prabhupada has explained in one letter. He, he, he didn't see anyone qualified to be a charya at the time of his passing away. Therefore his idea was to form a GBC body, uh, keep affairs, keep the Krishna consciousness rolling, and in course of time a self-effulgent acharya would emerge. But his disciples, Prabhupada specifically says headed by Sridhar Maharaj, some of his leading disciples, they had a different idea. They thought, well, we, we need one acharya, therefore we'll appoint somebody. But of course, by appointment, you cannot make an acharya. If there isn't one there, there isn't one there. And you can't, you can't artificially make someone acharya. And if you do, what happens, what happened in his case, he fell down. And then the faith of the Gorya Math was um, broken. Just just by making the acharya, one acharya idea, of course there was a big rush to see who would be the, the next acharya. So there were so many... Prabhupada said, Kanishta Adhikaris, all claiming to be Acharya. He said, in some, in some institutions they change the Acharya three times a year. So there are so many persons claiming to be Paramahangsa Acharyas, or not. And if there isn't one, you can't artificially make one just because you want one. But in course of time, by Krishna's will, he will emerge. And he did emerge. That was our Srila Prabhupada, Srila Prabhupada Kidai. Unfortunately, by that time, the Gorya mission, the Gorya method split into innumerable branches, none of whom could do anything to preach Krishna consciousness all over the world, even though Prabhupada requested them repeatedly to help him. Instead, they were simply envious of Prabhupada and criticized him. So Prabhupada went on by himself. He has that, he was invested with that ability by Krishna to spread Krishna consciousness all over the world. Hmm. So, after the disappearance of Srila Prabhupada, now we see again that so many philosophies and ideas are being propagated. And everyone is saying in the name of Srila Prabhupada. Everyone is supposed to be following Srila Prabhupada. Of course, some may distort that. Some, some may have to make gross philosophical transformations in order to say that they're following Prabhupada. Just like there's one philosophy that Prabhupada actually, he wasn't really the effulgent acharya of this age, but one of his godbrothers is in Prabhupada's 
whole life's work was Prabhupada, they, they say they, they make other Prabhupada some kind of neophyte who didn't really know much about Krishna consciousness but he was uh, he was he did this work of preaching all over the world just to pave the way for the real effulgent Acharya and they claim he's one of Prabhupada's god brothers so that's a that's real philosophical jugglery Then uh, another another deviation from the from the cult of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is those who can't who who like to be devotees, but they don't really like to be devotees enough to follow all the regulated principles very strictly. Therefore, they they make a compromise. They water it down, and uh, some kind of sense gratification is admitted. And, uh, and they in in their cult, and they'll go on with their sense gratification and be devotees. So, as a result of this attitude of not strictly maintaining the principles of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, there are many bogus sampradayas. Practically all the so-called followers of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in the modern age in Bengal uh, have uh, a breaking. at least one if not all four of the regulated principles usually they eat flesh and smoke cigarettes and of course have illicit sex mostly within their family within marriage gambling they don't have so much opportunity for mostly that's not very big Bengal so because of weakness, if one is not able to follow, or because of weakness, lack of resolve, lack of actual sincere dedication to the cult of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, they're not able to follow. Now, that, that will there'll be many, many people who are in that category who would like to have some sense gratification who kind of strictly follow the standards. So they will try to authorize themselves with some kind of philosophy. But the real system is, as Prabhupada said, he wanted, he, Prabhupada in his humility said 50% of his work was undone, was not yet done because he had not established Vanash and Dharma. So the real thing is to establish, establish what is the actual standard, bring as many persons up to the standard as possible and engage others according to the Vanashram system. Uh, under the direction of actual Krishna conscious brahmanas and if we're not able to do that if we if we simply reject those who are not immediately able to follow all the principles or if, we, uh, if then then they'll simply form their own cult and have the, the two tier guru system again uh, and of course uh, one major deviation is if a guru himself if he accepts many followers but he doesn't actually follow the principles of devotional service that also is going to form then, then that will have to be justified somehow or other if he's to maintain his position as a bona fide Vaishnavacharya so this again will form a deviation from the strict cult of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and this is very much evident from the episode of Chota Haridas.
So illusion, deviation from that arises from ignorance. As I say, most most people don't know what's what. They don't know what is the actual cult of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu because they don't know. They've heard so many things from so many different people. So the the real uh, way out of this maze of this jungle of deviationisms is to sincerely, strictly and intelligently follow the instructions of he who is evidently the self-effulgent Acharya. In other words, we have to understand